Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Okay, we're up. Yep, we're alive. Thank you for being here. It's nice to meet you. How you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I, you know, I read a little bit, a little bit about your background, and I like exploring some of your background and these topics. Like some of my most fun conversations are being this type of work that you're doing. And I'm not trying to steal your thunder, so I'm kind of being very fake. So before we go any further, why don't you give a the audience a little bit of a background of who you are and what you do, and then we can take a quick dive into the fun stuff. Okay. Um, my name is Naranjan. I came into the world of spirituality because sometimes throughout life, you just fall into roles, experiences, and life lessons, and it ultimately puts you in a place of, this feels right, this feels right, and this feels right. So in this juncture in my life, this is what I'm here to do. Mm. So how did you find this world of spirituality? What happened? I've always been in a place of curiosity and very inquisitive about what what happens on the other side when we die? Why did it? Why have you always, yeah, ever since you were little, you've always thought that? Always had this very, very interesting curiosity and asked my parents, my elders, my community people. And at the beginning, it was very much like, why are you asking this question? Yeah. Don't play with your toys. What are you doing? So it'd be that kind of question. And then as I got older, I would be able to research and delve into conversations with other people outside of my community and unravel pieces of that, which was, which made it more enriching and more fulfilling for me to mm-hmm. learn and expand more about what is on the other side. So growing up and asking these questions and wondering, you know, what is the difference or did you, I mean, I guess that's what I'm asking for. Did you ask yourself the difference in understanding the concept of different philosophical beliefs or religious beliefs and maybe why they think that this is what happens after you pass and or this does or doesn't happen. And this version or this group over here thinks it's something completely different. Does that kind of make sense? What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps it was tr- all triggered when my dad passed away when I was eight. Potentially, I don't know for sure. But what I know is later on in my teens and as a young adult, I started asking these questions. And I think that's probably pretty natural when you see that you only, you've only you been raised by one parent. Sure. Well, even when you're eight years old and seeing something like that at the young age, I mean, you would think, I mean, because I never had lost anybody that young, but I'm just and looking at it the way through your eyes, I think I would be 
you know, wondering the same thing. And if people couldn't give me a direct answer, it would just spark my curiosity even more. Right. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And then I was raised in a religion that really offered more insight on other religions. I was raised in the Sikh faith from India originally, but I was born and raised in Britain. And the examples and the, the shares that they would offer during these teachings were related to other religions, the Islam religion, the Buddhism, and the Christian faith. So a lot of the big religions would be referenced in that. And then I knew that I could lean into other, part, other religions and find what the true essence of, of it is that they're all trying to say. What is this? What, so, what did you find out? Well, removing all the cultural pieces, all the rituals, all the dogma, all of that stringent, man-made, imposed version was, regardless of what you call it, universe, God, source, they all harbor it. Mm. They all have it. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone seems to have some sort of, I guess, higher power that they're looking at, except for certain cases. But, and also with that said, I guess I'm wondering that in each of the, all these cases, it seems like <clears throat> they all seem to have almost the same kind of structure where all of it seems to be like, Hey, if you just be a good person in life, based on these principles, you'll go to the divine or you'll be somewhere in the afterlife. You just don't, you know, just sit into the, earth and hope for the best or whatever right right yeah Absolutely. and yeah it's just like and and that's one thing that when people get into these relig religious debates and fights and arguments or whatever but it's just like well really if you think about it they're all kind of saying the same thing like hey just be a good person just maybe in a different in a different view i guess or different they're wording it different and i don't know if people look at it like that i mean i and i don't even know where that came to be about but i guess when you start to view them it's just like hey you know just be nice basically right that's right yeah yeah and it's and i and i don't know i mean in, with your work and with this topic i mean do you get a lot of i guess feedback or negative criticism just from talking about this stuff constantly or no from the religious perspective yeah even even a religious or philosophical perspective on you know thinking about the way you think about things and wondering like you know people wondering if you're wrong in what you think, I guess. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, because I can appreciate anybody's vantage point or viewpoint of where they're coming from. Mm. So, and, and what my biggest premise is, I'm not saying to anybody, my philosophy and my understanding and teaching is the way. You must follow it. No. No, it's okay. You've got a perspective. That's great. But does it align to this? Are we really saying the same thing? But maybe the semantics of words and the language and interpretation is just a little bit different, but we're really saying the same thing using different words. So who who is your target? I mean, who, who do you help? I mean, what, what type of people come to you to you know, try to get their anxiety, depression, does anything lifted off of them? I mean, is it just more people just stressed out on life with work or is it just people from all over or how does it work? Just people going through things? What? I would say the majority of people who come to me are what I would often say is at the end of their tether. How do you mean? Like, like it's the last straw. Um, done and tried therapy, psychiatry, counseling, coaching. They've tried, you know, their own parish if they come from a religion or if they're not and they're a little skeptic about what is all this spirituality and science business. I have no idea what this is. But life is taking a toll. It's beating them down and feeling like it's really hard, but it's not really meant to be this hard, surely. Hmm. With all the burdens and stress of what life should look like, those are the folks who come to me. 
and who want more. They don't want the go to work and come home, yes. take care of everybody else and not take care of me. I'm at the bottom of the list, whether you identify as a man or a woman, doesn't matter. I've had both come through and work with me. So individuals who've really come to a place of they're tired, they're exhausted and overwhelmed with life. Mm. And and what is usually the first step? You know, say, for example, I want to come and talk to you and I'm tired of life. What is the first step that we do here? And how do we go from point A to point B and to make me a happier person? Well, I don't do anything. I just oh. hold space and support you through that process. Ultimately, you're the one doing the work. And I'm going to ask those probing and difficult questions, mm. give you and invite you to look at things from a different perspective. I often use the analogy of we go through life and we have experiences, be it you go to school, you get beaten up in the playground to you end a relationship with your first boyfriend or girlfriend to getting fired at a job and just life experiences and every life experience will create an emotion and that emotion becomes so heavy on our hearts. Yes. It's like carrying that as a rock in our backpack. So I call life as like a backpack, but that emotional experience we put in our backpack and before we know it, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even later, we've got a heavy load that we're carrying and is weighing on us physically. Mm. We're like, why yeah. do I feel so old? Why do I feel so heavy? What's going on here? Yeah, and people don't realize how much it's adding up and how much it's actually playing in on their daily life and just their mental, I guess, mental their psyche, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that so they just keep kind of going through life until it's almost that they just kind of just drop and just finally just something bad completely happens and they realize okay well i didn't realize i was under this much stress but you know they, it all comes out in some which in some way rather yes. just something's big or small right yes. and that's when they say okay i need to go talk to somebody and most of the time i've seen it come out where people come to where the physical ailments start to kick in diseases start to show up um depression shows up anxiety shows up relationship bad after one bad after another the pattern shows up but the physical ailments of it start showing up and people go okay i gotta sort this out and 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 i think i read that you seem to dive into the core karmic issues does that sound right and okay okay and and i'm pretty new with that term i guess or even just that statement right there so enlighten not only me but the audience too but exactly what you mean by that well i'm a believer that you as chris who is incarnated today okay you have aspects of all the other lives that you've had on this planet and other planets but all the future lives that you will potentially have all different timelines because the other philosophy is all time is, is at one moment, which is a bit of a, I don't want to throw you off, but time is happening all at the same time. So okay. all the other parts of Chris, you have access to today. So this is under the premise of you understand what reincarnation is okay so we've been here before okay so maybe in another lifetime you was a man living in in spain nice hypothetically yeah I don't know. that sounds good so you were a man living in spain and you had this whole life but some of those experiences good bad and ugly you have access to today. So all those lifetimes that we've all had, and many of us have had many lives on this planet, Mother Earth, they all come together today, right now, right now in this opportunity that we have called life. 
we have access to all of them. So, and I want to talk about how to, to get that access, but, and I'm wondering that there's been some instances in my life where I've kind of felt connected to something or wondering if I was born in the wrong era, so to speak, or wondering if it's like, or like, and I, I guess what I'm getting at, there's some cultures like uh, Greek mythology and, you know, uh, the Viking myth- mythology and stuff like that, that, you know, I don't know if it's, I'm just truly interested in it. And then like when I say connected or it's just like, Hey, this is really kind of cool. And like, why do I like this so much? And was this, you know, something in like ooh, a past life. And, and, and I'm not saying I fully am a hundred percent like, yeah, I had past lives or whatever, but I'm on defense about it just because it's like, you know, I like talking about it and I like wondering, I like exploring these ideas and, you know, and I immediately don't just don't like to write things off. I mean, cause like, Hey, hold on. There might be something to this, but when things like that happen, it's just like, Hey, what, you know, maybe, maybe I did live in Greece, who knows in the past life, or maybe, you know, I took, I don't know, Spain. And I've always liked Spain. I've always heard it's real pretty. I've never been there, but I was like, Ooh, she said Spain. Wait, is that weird? Or is that just a coincidence or what? You know I mean? Is it, is it thing? And I think a lot of people go through things like that and they find like little things they've been connected to and just that, but they kind of maybe immediately write them off just because sometimes you're not supposed to think that way. Right. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Totally makes sense. And I would say all those little tip offs that we get, be it that we're drawn to certain things, be the foods, places, people, things, artifacts, locations we get drawn to are a tip off that we've more than likely had a lifetime there. Mm. As also, if we are repulsed by a situation, place, people, thing. So is there a place there, for instance, if we talk about travel, a place where you probably are not very drawn to go to? Mm. doesn't seem too appetizing. So that is equally an opportunity to delve into what happened there that's causing that repulsion for you to not look at something. Do you... So, all right. So going back a little bit, what you said that when you access these memories or access these feelings and stuff, is that when you see these artifacts or see like a drawn to a destination for whatever reason, like, oh, I really want to go to, I don't know, South America Spain. or something. Yeah, Spain, yeah. whatever. I forgot what we said. Stick with Spain. Yeah, so Spain's good. And that that's kind of how we start to access these. So what happens is as we become more aware of what we're drawn to or repulsed to, it'll evoke an emotion. And as we listen and watch and observe the emotion that it evokes in us, it will then give us more insight. Like, am I now being an advocate for whatever's happening because I'm feeling a strong um, push or anger or an aggression Mm. around something. Um, the emotion itself will be the bigger reveal to the relationship to that lifetime, but more importantly, to the opportunity to heal what it's really divulging. So while it's really interesting and very enticing to say, Hey, Chris, you've had a lifetime in, um, Spain and actually, yes, he was probably a Viking too. And maybe somewhere in England. And it's, it's kind of tantalizing to have that information unfold, but where we are energetically right now on this planet, all those little details kind of don't matter. That's a really good point. But before we go into that, do you ever find yourself connected with other civilizations or anything that you have? Like what? What are they? I'm very interested. Oh, many of them. Many of them. How long we got, Chris? Well, yeah, Absolutely. We got time now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like those were the first two that I came to that seemed to stick out the most for me. And when, you know, when you say you have many of them, ooh, I mean, that's like, wow. Like even, even when you said planets earlier, you know, that, mm. and that, and that never, occurred to me just because I've never even thought that just like, Oh, wait, I could have lived onto another planet, but it's cool to think about. Cause you know, like I said, I like exploring things like that. Well, ultimately for us to be evolved species as we are as humans, the insight, the wisdom and the knowledge that we come with 
comes from other lifetimes, but it also comes from other planets. Some, some planets were more evolved, others were lesser. And those get activated within us as we do certain things, whether you get drawn to AI or whether you get drawn to being more um, engaged with planets and gardening and periculture and all that, like their tip, how we, how we actually move through life are huge signs of who we truly have been. Huge signs. Yeah. It's funny how you just said getting drawn to AI because I've been researching that a lot the past two weeks just because it's been a big buzzword and the news mm -hmm. lately. And I've been kind of experimenting, experimenting with it and playing with it. And it's neat. Okay. And it makes me wonder even more like where does our future go with this new or new or newest technology? So, and it's called uh, Chat GPT, if you wonder what I'm talking about. Like, but it seems to be because a lot of, and this is, off topic but from us but just so you know that uh and the audience knows that it's an ai and you can go in there and basically ask it any questions like you're googling something right and you can tell it to write you up write mm -hmm. me a one-page paper on greece about mm -hmm. within tell me the greek mythology and this yeah. yeah stuff like that and site sources and things like that or write it within a matter of minutes and schools yeah. to outlaw it and stuff so anyway but i've been like wow this is this type of technology we have right here where i can literally do Something within them, like as we're talking right here, I could say, like, here, write me a paper on spirituality. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, let me see what it's got to say. So that's it. Yeah. That's interesting, but perhaps a little scary at the same time. Exactly. Right. Just because, like, as you said something earlier about us evolving and our, how our race has gotten from point A to point B, I mean, now from point C, I mean, are we going to become, you know, less thought leaders or less thinking about things where we're just going to depend on? And I don't want this whole podcast to be about artificial intelligence, but just, are we going to be thinking like that just because why do I have to think about, you know, if I lived a life on another planet or actually did have a past life in Spain when I can just ask artificial intelligence and whatever it says, I'm going to believe. Right. Ooh. Yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. Ooh. It says it. It's smart. I know. They know it. So who cares? But then it's trusting. Who, who, who are we really? And yeah, I don't want to take it too off topic from where you want to go with this. But who are we really handing over our power to by saying, okay, it's going to write the paper and I trust it. Whereas when we tap into this beautiful thing called our heart and our own intuition and create a balance between the heart, the mind, the body and the spirit, create that union, we tap into something that is really difficult to capture from a scientific level. Hmm. Never thought about that. So, yeah, because when you say scientific level, I mean, are you really saying like, what is a person actually feeling compared to what it, does a machine even feel anything? I mean, does it really have a conscience? Is that kind of what you're saying? Um, I'm saying as human beings, we have been designed like this for a reason with a free will consciousness and access to greater consciousness. We talked about it at the beginning, God, divine source, higher power, whatever you want to call it. We have access to that like this. Do but you? when we hand that over to a machine, depending on who's programming it, depending on who's controlled okay. it, depending on who's, what their motive and intentions are, it can be skewed very quickly. And, that, and that's a good thing that you just brought up. Do you think, and I'm assuming, do you, do you believe in free will or do you believe in determinism? Free will. Really? Mm -hmm. why, why, why is that? Do you just think we're free to make all of our decisions whenever we want to and there's no reason why or pre-made plan for us to maybe act on certain things, I guess? So, for instance, if I said to you, Chris, you had a lifetime as a Viking in England, and if you go to XYZ location, you might be able to heal a wound that you experienced at that lifetime. Yeah. Which, if in result, if you heal that wound, this portion of your life here today, in, wherever, in where you live, can help resolve certain challenges that you might be presenting in today's life. 
and for your future generations and for your ancestors and all that stuff. But you can turn and say, yeah, thanks, no thanks. I don't want to do it. Yeah. That's free will. I agree, but it's not predetermined in some, like where does thoughts come from, right? Where does anything come from? But it's not just happening from some outside source that all of a sudden, oh, it's going to go up in here through the brain. Now, okay, now you need to go think about healing in England, right? Like there's something that's taken me to have that thought and making me like, okay, I need to go do do this, even though it's making me think I have free will, but it's like, oh, this is predetermined. And even if I try to ignore it in some fashion, like, oh, I'm just going to go to California and live out. But somehow through life, through whatever, I end up in England. And I'm not saying, I'm just, I, I guess I'm playing devil's advocate here. Just, fair. yeah, and that's, that's all. Fair. All right. Cause, so, cause it's cool. It's fun. It's a fun conversation. And not, do you know who Sam Harris is? I do. Uh, is yeah, it, I, yes. Because I, I think he has yeah. a, a book or two on free will versus determinism. And I can't remember his stance on it, but I remember just listening to it. It was just, awesome. It's just like kind of like mind blowing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, neat. This is neat. It's, yeah, his his is a little bit different. I've not heard much of his, but yeah, he, he has come into my awareness. So my perspective doesn't have to be right, but my perspective is the thoughts and how possibly life is going to evolve for you, even though we've got free choice, mm-hmm. is based on your soul wanting to witness the experience called life. And it's going to go, okay, I want to witness abandonment. I want to witness guilt, shame, anxiety, imposter syndrome, and all these other emotions that we all have. Yeah. I want to have those experiences as a human being. What does that look like? And if I do that, then I'll be able to heal all these other lifetimes. And then when we income, we make deals, we make so-called contracts with individuals, our parents, siblings, partners, friends, we have contracts and say, okay, you're going to teach me this. Okay. Husband, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, you're going to break my heart because of this, this, and this. All right, deal. We come here in incarnation. We have those experiences. So that thought originally from my perspective, comes from the subconscious mind. Mm. And the subconscious mind is where it resides all of these opportunities our our soul wants to experience. Mm. But it may be... come through as a thought. But in our past life, so could that also shape these experiences too? I know we've made... It shapes every single experience. Yeah, we've made a touch a little bit on that earlier, but... And just thinking, for me, just thinking about having a past life in Spain or wherever it was, and this like shaping my life into, like you said, imposter syndrome, like that just kind of a, came on my awareness, you know, maybe a few years ago. And I never really knew anything about it until I, I think I, I either heard on a podcast, somebody talking about it or just reading about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, that's what they call that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that. You know, and going, you know, and I don't wish for people to go through, you know, certain bad things in life, like, you know, being guilty or feeling sadness or things like that. But I wonder if going through those things help shape the person into a future life, you know, and that's what it may be somebody in a past life, you never were able to experience imposter syndrome or guilt or sadness or whatever. So it's oh, in this life, we got to become more aware of it and become know how to handle it and you know, know what it is and not just, you know, when it does hit you, you can either, you know, fall down or you can either work your way through it and heal from it. And that way it make your life better right? and be happy. Kind of what you've been talking about. So I guess, yeah, that was. My- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I think it was just that they play a lot. They play a lot in our roles today and maybe in our future. And we don't think about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. So... For somebody, okay, for like me, who just even said that imposter syndrome coming up on my awareness, how can somebody learn to identify and understand these karmic issues that are coming about them? You know, or is it something they have to go through life with, or is it just something that sitting down and talking with somebody like you and just kind of figuring out from there? How do they, how do you become more aware of them for somebody who doesn't know? I guess that's what I'm asking is is to be mindful of what is the dialogue that's going on in our mind. What's that narrative that's happening and that's showing up in our lives, be it through relationships or be it through you get a promotion and second-guessing yourself that you can actually do it. Observing your emotions, observing how you're feeling, observing what you're talking to yourself. Yeah. So perhaps the key word is going to be observe and be aware. The more we can be aware of our environment, our physical environment, but our internal environment and dialogue, then we can be much kinder to ourselves, much more compassionate and gentle with that dialogue. Because ultimately, whichever way you want to slice it, if you will, if we are an aspect of of this divine power god source light we're not here to suffer Mm. such unconditional love for ourselves but the people around us may sound a bit hokey it may sound a little bit out there that's going on out there but in the same token it's if we are a true aspect of god source light universal higher power. And if that is a place of unconditional love, all the other stuff are reminders that we have access to this unconditional love. Mm. So do I want to sit in that imposter syndrome? Or do I want to say, actually, no, I actually do love myself. Let me just go here for a second. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to sit in that. I don't think I'm going to hold on to that rock for much longer. Yeah. And, and I don't think it sounds out there or very hokey. I think maybe, and this is kind of the cool thing about podcasting is that, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, if you were to have these type of conversations, especially in, depending on the room that you were in, you were automatically be labeled as, sure. yeah, you know, a weirdo, like for a better word, you know, like, oh, you know, don't talk to them. They're weird. They don't really know anything about anything. But now, you know, with podcasting and and listening to different views about, you know, spirituality, you know, these issues, you know, living in different lives and future lives and different planets that these conversations are okay. I'm not, yeah, they're okay to have. They're okay to explore. They're okay to talk about. Like it's, I'm not saying it's a cool thing, but it's that it's more acceptable, I guess is what I'm trying Mm. to say. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gives people an alternative alternative way of thinking rather than just, you know, going down their daily life, like you said, with those rocks in the back and like, oh, wait, you know, I'm glad I stumbled onto a podcast that people were talking about this stuff just because I thought I was the only one. Right. Yeah. And now we got someone like you who's here to help and where it's like almost a safe space where I could feel like, oh, let me reach out to her and she'll help me and guide me through whatever I need to. And, and, and at least give me a start to something. You know, it, it starts the conversation. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And, but if somebody like that, once they become aware of certain issues and sort of like, okay, I want to seek out, you know, like yourself to help me out or whatever, is there tools or techniques like uh, meditation, therapy, something like that you kind of or even like that you do yourself, you know, to help people to get a start into their healing. So there is for myself, I do meditation, but that's part of my practice. It doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody else. My form of meditation is very much sitting in stillness, like just sitting quietly and even, even just listening to your heartbeat. You have to listen to a recording, do some fancy poses, do any deep breath work or anything like that, just to come home and find that comfort in your own heartbeat and sit with that. And if you can sit with that and the more you expand into that awareness of your own heart, the more, the more your heart will open and expand. So that's a form of meditation as to is mindfulness. So mindfulness, whether I'm going for a walk, is just being very present at that moment. Yes. Has doing this type of work, you know, I know we said earlier in the podcast, when you're eight years old, you lost your father. And that's kind of where you started asking questions and becoming, you know, uh, yeah, asking questions are one different, I guess, from other people. But in doing this work, do you feel like it's changed you as a person and like how you were before at eight years old and how you are now? 100%. 100%, Chris. I could, I could sit here and tell you I probably don't even recognize the same person of who I was this time last year. Really? Not to say I'm a completely different person, but there are aspects of that unlayering of the onion that we do yes. when we do the emotional work. And I can tell you this, this time last year, I was, there were some other rocks in my backpack that I needed to offload. But it took me a year to do it. And I can say, oh yeah, I remember that person. So it's unraveling all the time, all the time. Yeah. I always think about things and just where, you know, five years ago, I don't think I would have ever had a conversation like this just because of like what you said earlier, like, oh, it's, it could, some people would view it as being out there or hokey or even when I said weird. And, and even 10 years ago, being in college and having this whole college kind of narrative aspect of life, just be the party kid, go to class, get your degree, whatever. But, but now it's just that, you know, I didn't expect the way this conversation was going to go tonight, you know, just because like I said, I had some talking points and I didn't take a full deep dive just because I want my curiosity to spark as, as we talk rather than just me already know everything that you're going to say. And, but it's more accepting and like, and I, you know, and I feel like I've changed as a person just because it's like I said earlier, it's a different way of thinking rather than just saying, Hey, I have all the answers. I know what's going to happen in life, but it's just like, Hey man, it's okay to, you know, think about things and reflect on them. And even if in, even like you talking about meditation, you know, five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, maybe even a few years ago, like, it's like, Oh, I don't meditate. That's, that doesn't work or whatever. But I I try to incorporate that not as much as I should be, but I've been trying to incorporate forms of it. Like, you know, I know you said you sit quietly, but I like to just go for a quiet walk and yeah, and, and even sometimes I go sit down somewhere like on steps or a bench and just hey, that's my this is this is my form of it. And even go for a drive and just turn the radio off and not as and I know a lot of people are probably like, Oh, you shouldn't drive just because 
you got to think about everything and, you know, people drive or, you know, just people, you got to be aware of you driving, of course, mm-hmm. and being safe. But for some reason that relaxes me and it gets me into a different state of mind. Yeah. So, yeah. And, that's and, where I, and, I, and I, and I love that because it echoes my point even further of what your interpretation to this word meditation is mm-hmm. just as an interpretation of what karma is or spirituality is, is it skewed by a seeded thought from when you was in high school or when you was in grade school or something? Yes. But look at what that mean. What does that word interpret for you? Mm. And, and then unraveling it rather than going, okay, yeah, I don't meditate, but I used to go for walks and going to sit on, you know, sit on a step. But so that's your form of meditation. Yeah. It's just, and and that's another thing that i would have never thought that that's my form of meditation where that based on the social narrative or cultural narratives i guess is when you say meditate you have to go sit into a a dark room by yourself on a Mm -hmm. mat you know Mm -hmm. uh cross your legs and you know sit like this like i used to think oh that's what it was but you know opening up my brain a little bit and my eyes oh yeah She's onto something like, you know, that's cool. Like she, she's saying like, yeah, this is your form. And like, yeah. if, it's, if it's healing, if it's helping you, if it's even just de-stressing you for a few minutes out of your day, it's just like, yeah. you know, if just the wheels are turning and all of a sudden you just go like, just breathe, you know? Right. Yeah. And like, okay. It's like, this is it. This is it. Like, it's not what people say it has to be. It's a different way. So, but exactly. And, and going through your, when did you know you wanted to become a mentor or a teacher or just a God, I guess, in general, knowing that, Hey, like, did you have a certain instant in your, in your life where you helped somebody and you're like, Hey, I, I want to start doing this more. So throughout most of my life, I'm not unique to this. We've all had challenges in life. Yes. All of us, how we choose to navigate them is our choice be it through accessibility, knowledge, um, or support, whatever. I've had many, I've had my fair share, and I've chosen the spiritual route in many forms to look for resolve. Mm. And I've been doing that for the better part of, yikes, a whole bunch of 20 plus years, (laughs) if not more. And... Because I've strengthened that muscle of how to heal a process and how to heal through and go through an experience and heal it for myself, but also for the people around me and my ancestors and my lineage and the other parts of myself that I've had incarnated on this planet. I've been doing this work for 20 odd years, if not longer, for myself. That's impressive. It's humbling to say. It really is. Yes. So then I'm in a place of going, well, I know I've had dialogues and conversations with other people saying, okay, you've, you've kind of, oh, I went through that. I know how to help you with that. And it just evolved from there until I got to the point of my higher self, my, my guides said, you need to quit what you're doing, corporate life. That's right. Yeah. You don't need to do any more of that. We need you to work in on this side of the realm. So then I stopped all of that and listened to that higher calling and stepped into it. What was the corporate life like for you at the time? It was, Were you suffering it, in silence? Like, oh, I don't, want, I don't need to be here. I want to be out doing my thing. I mean, or was this like a place to start or... I didn't know what my thing was. Mm. All I knew was when I was in corporate life, it wasn't fitting. It was, what's the analogy? Square peg in a round hole. Yes. And I kept doing it over and over again because I'm like, no, this is what life is about. This is what my environment is. I got a degree. I got higher education. I got all of that to not do this. Come on. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm meant to be working in corporate. I'm meant to be doing marketing strategies and business development and events and PR Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But then I kept trying. I kept getting a knock on the head. 
but those knocks on the head got louder and louder until it come to not just one point, but as they got louder, you really sit back, perhaps that moment of me sitting on the stairs, just like when you do, yes. going, oh my gosh, this is not working. What am I, what am I supposed to do? So you initially were going down the actual structure road of college, get yeah. a job, yeah. you know, work for X amount of years, retire, and go from there. I worked in corporate for 15 years. Okay. And so that, and that was your, like, initially in those 15 years, you thought that was a way to go until yeah. there's knocks on the head was the final straw. I worked in corporate for 15 years and I did, I was a, a freelancer and a consultant for many of those years. So the shift, the biggest shift for me was becoming an entrepreneur, being self-employed fit with me, with me way better than being an employee. hundred percent. It was like night and day. Would that be, was that scary for you to make that jump to say, cause you know, you come from having a steady paycheck and then you're like, okay, I'm going out on my own here. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how, you know, where am I going to get my money or, you know, what people normally would think about like, that's right. and that's what a lot of people are afraid to take these jumps and, you know, these, to pursue their passions, I guess, because of all those things, just like, okay, how am I going to support my family? Where do I want to get my money? How can I eat? You know, what are, what is my family going to think? What is my friends going to think? Right. You know, is this going to be a huge fire or will this be the greatest thing ever? I mean, just, right. yeah. I mean, just, did you have any of those thoughts or you just like, I'm good to go. I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I got a plan. It's going to happen. I'm good to go. I think it's with the environment that we live in, it's, human nature for us to all have those thoughts. Sure. I had those thoughts. I didn't know how I was going to live. I was I was blessed to be in a relationship where I was supported for a little while. Good. But then I had to be in a place of, okay, you got to figure this out. You got to either sink or you're going to swim. Nice. And the swim for me was I'm leaning into this higher power this God, faith, universal source and say, okay, you want me to do this? Show me. Show me the path. I'm looking, observing. I'm being very aware of the signs, the signals, the people, the conversations that are showing up in my life. I'm watching. Show me, make it clear and make it loud so I don't miss it. Mm. And, did you and get one it? thing after another. Absolutely. What was it? Do you remember? Well, there were many of them. Many of them from an opportunity came up for a contract, um, uh, going to a networking event and meeting different people who then domino into other relationships. Uh, I'm sure you've had it or we've all had it where we meet one person and go, had I not met that person? I might have not met that person and that person and this wouldn't happen and that wouldn't have happened. Yes. Like it spreads, right? Yeah. And, and, and being by myself and, having conversations with myself and just, you know, doing my reflections and thinking and just saying like, Hey, maybe I want this to happen in my life or maybe, I don't know, just something to that nature. And I, I'm not, I don't want to get too specific, but it's that, and then it does happen. And you're like, wow, go, oh, like, oh shit, that this is here. Like I never would have thought of that. And just like, and then that's when, it, again, it's one of those things that occurs to me like, wait, is this the sign? Is this, or is this just a coincidence that I was just, thinking about that, you know, a week ago. And, and I guess where I'm picking that up, what is that? It's called like the uh, the frequency of bias or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, I would probably say synchronicity. It, it, well, well I've, okay. I don't remember the exact term, but the, um, it's basically like if you see a red car, if you, you, you never see red cars. Right. Dropping. Yeah. Then one day you buy right. a red car. And then you see them everywhere. That's all you see. Exactly. And I guess that's kind of what I was getting at. Was like, was that just because I had that thought? Or is this just because this was where, this is like a sign. This is meant to be. This is me for to take this opportunity. Or this is me right. for to go explore this relationship or right. whatever. Yeah. So I would say there are a couple of things that I want to add into that. One is follow the feeling. Ooh. So... 
when you're in a place of uncertainty and we don't know, you don't know, do I go this route or do I go this route? And for me, when I was working in corporate, it, was, wasn't, a, it wasn't a great feeling for me to follow. But I was doing it because I was told to do it from up here. I understand. Right? So then when I moved and watched these synchronicities that you're talking about kind of fall into play and following that feeling. So my feelings become my navigator. Okay. So add on to the point of you thinking, oh my gosh, did I just create this red car in my life? Did, it, did I create it? Did it really happen? So when you originally may have thought it, you tapped into a feeling. So when you activate that feeling and you give it energy, it amplifies. Mm. And when it amplifies, it then ripples out. And what we know for sure is what we put out, we will get back. You're correct about that. That's the universal law, right? Yes. And, I, and that was one of those things, too. I used to think that was very hokey. And I guess before these three past five years and just that because – there was a movie I used to watch, and that was one. Of the, and they would say one of the sayings on it was like, "If you believe you deserve it, the universe will serve it," or something like that. Mm. And and everybody would look at it for saying it, like, "Come on, man! Like, what the hell? That's stupid, or whatever." But again, it's like these signs or these little opportunities or just whatever you want to call them. Just what happened is like, there's something to this, man. Like, you know, I, there's no way. Like, what? Are, I mean, what are the chances? And then even when having personal conversations with my friends and like this kind of this one something happened to them along those lines like all right so for example a few years ago one of my best friends uh shout out chad that he told me he was going to marry this girl and he didn't not even talk to her now they're mar happily married you know a few years oh. later and i was like wow like and i thought when he, when he when i thought when he said that i was like chad come on that's a straight bro talk i mean come on man you know that's like you know, it seems like something you would see in a uh, a love romance, romantic, okay. movie, whatever it's called, romantic right. comedy, rom-com. Yeah, rom but it really happened. I was in a wedding. And I was like, and I and we, we even talk about it to this day. And I was like, yeah. Right. And I remember the exact day we had that conversation. Like it happened, and nice. it's it's like yeah, it's something like that. It's like wow, this is so yeah. cool. And I lost my train. Yeah. yeah, I lost my train of thought. But that's that's, that's my that's point. Okay. That, that was awesome. So. To amplify that and to solidify that as not to be weird. Mm -hmm. When you walk into a room and you feel the vibe of the room, be it buzzing or not, you feel it as soon as you walk in. Yes. That is energy. That is frequency. That is vibration. Mm. So when your, part, when your friend met his partner, there was a frequency, there was a vibration, there was an energy that was emitted. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna share that it was more, the, the probability of it being a connection from a soul contract. Mm. So okay. their souls would have said, all right, when we get here, here and here, this is what's gonna happen, right? So that's when you can recognize when you walk into a room and you feel something or you see somebody and like instantly you just connect. Yeah, it's almost there's like you're a deep, to them, right? There's well, a deeper underlayering of something else is, is navigating this or orchestrating this. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like that makes me wonder too, just because, you know, like without having this podcast and without having the internet and whatever you and I would most likely, no. I mean, based on odds and yeah. statistics and everything else, you and I would have never met through life, you know, right. especially you being in Toronto and me being, you know, I don't know how far Virginia is from Toronto, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty far. <laughs> but, and, and, and even having like these conversations, like, you know, I didn't know who you were besides our emails or whatever we exchanged before this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. It kind of freaks me out. Like I have no idea how this conversation is going to go just because I'm either just doing some small research based on what you sent me or whatever. And then it's just that, wow, our paths have crossed. And like, what made them cross? I mean, is it just that were we drawn to have this conversation? Was there just this energy, this effect that you were talking about? Just this yeah. expanded out and finally 
what's today's date? The 10th is our, was our time to cross paths. I don't know, Yeah. but it's exciting. And it's, you know, this what gets my brain going about stuff like this and just wonders. It you know? and it's cool. And that's the part. That's also the power of intention. Ooh. Okay. What do you mean by the power of intention? So we intend to do certain things in life, right? Sure. Well, you intend to yeah. go to work. You intend to get a job. You can to, your friend intends to marry this, this woman. Yes. When we look at it as a, as a, as a vibrational frequency level. Mm. So for me, my intentions, with the work that I do, is to spread this message to as many people who are ready to hear it. Mm. So perhaps you picked up or somehow we were connected to that intention. Yeah. And that's what, oh, I see what you're saying now. Okay. It's all energy, right? Yeah. The thought has a vibrational frequency. Mm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Sometimes it takes me a minute, but the way you just, you said that really perfectly. Yeah, now it's come around to me. It's like, hey, I get it now. So cool. I think it's a good way to take this podcast home right there on that. Um, um, cool. Well, thanks for doing this. This was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. I know uh, I have a ton more questions and more things we could explore, but maybe for another date and time, we Absolutely. can do that. Um, yeah. If people want, if you want to plug yourself or if you want people to find you and all that good stuff, sure. how, how do they do that? So they can find me at brightshininglight.com is the website and they're welcome to book a, a 30 minute consult and figure out if I'm the right fit to support them with whatever life is presenting them. I'm also on LinkedIn and under Naranjan Nota. I'm under Instagram at Naranjan Nota and Facebook. Um, but I also have a podcast as well called nice. Master of Your Crafts. Nice. Let's talk about that, Chris. <laughs> so, um. Is that, and then I guess a good question, do you find there's some people that you sync really well with and others that you just don't mesh well with all, at all? Not kind really. Of, oh. Not really. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering about that when you said that, that if you think we're a good fit, and I was just wondering if you've ever had people who come up and just like, no, I don't, I'm going to find somebody else. That it's Only if my intentions haven't been clear. Hmm. When I put out a thought, an email, um, a request, if that's not clear, the unclarity comes back. I got you. Well, cool. Um, well, any last messages or anything you want to give out or share for the world? I know that's what you said or, or you get. Um, well, they're happy to book a, a free consult. I do also have a gratitude journal that I would love people to um, engage with if they choose to. It's a daily gratitude journal. It's, it's called See Your Light. You can see it all on my website. Um, and I'm hosting programs and, yeah, I have a group program or should I say a sacred space for individuals to come and heal together. But I also offer one-on-one -on -one deep dive healing and we get to the root cause issues of what's going on and unpeel those layers. So... Thank you, Chris, for having me on the show. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate you're very it. welcome. Like I said, I would love to explore some other things somewhere somewhere down the road, and we'll do it again for sure. So, Absolutely. Okay. All right. Good night, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support, the new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.